So, uh, well, it's uh, three o'clock, so let's start. Uh, welcome, everybody, to uh, another version of the Online Hall Politics Lab. As you know, the Dutch academic year is brutally long, so June is a regular month for us to work. And uh, to make that a little bit more bearable, uh, we have, do continue with our Hall Politics Lab. And uh, today we are uh, pleased to welcome Luz Aldring, who is an assistant professor at the VU University. She did her PhD at the Department of Political Science of the University of Amsterdam, went to our uh, local, um, our, our <laughs> Viennese uh, uh, hideout uh, where uh, many of us have been and uh, especially uh, um, also some hot politics members like Ming Boyer uh, have uh, seeken refugee there, uh, but she now safely returned home, uh, well home, <laughs> she returned to the VU University uh, as an assistant professor at the Department of Political Science. Luce's work has been funded by the NWO quite frequently, most recently on a uh, Veni grant and has appeared in journals like the Journal of Communication and the British Journal of Political Science. Um, today, she's going to present work co with at least my two colleagues, Alessandro Nai and Katjana Gatterman, and a couple that I couldn't find anymore. Or, uh, they're floating around on social media, but make your own offer. Uh, uh, and the title of the talk is Dark Side of the Mood, Candidate Evaluation, Photo Perceptions and a Driving Role of Dark Personality Traits. Uh, Luz, the floor is yours. You can share your screen. And um, then uh, for those of you who are new, uh, you can type your questions uh, in the uh, Q&A box. And after the uh, talk, I will read them out and then Luz will answer them. All right, Luz, the Perfect. floor is yours. Thanks. Let me share indeed. Can you see my slides? Yeah, perfect. Okay, so uh, welcome everyone to this uh, to this presentation. I'm very excited to be here. Um, and indeed, I'm going to present a paper I'm working on uh, with uh, uh, four others. So Alessandro Nai and Katjana Gatterman from the from the um, uh, University of Amsterdam, and Frederico da Silva and Diego Garcia from the University of Lausanne. And um, we are in this project with the five of us, uh, a bigger project on negative politics. So what we see is uh, um, the tendency of politics to get darker over time. So more or an increase in effective polarization an increase of negative partisanship, an increase in incivility and negative campaigning. And this is all uh, uh, coincide with the uh, um, uh, strong populist discourse and also an increase in politicians with dark personality traits. And um, if you think about politicians with dark personality traits, at least I immediately think of Trump. And uh, so uh, uh, um, I think he's one of the embodiments of, of dark. We, uh, we talk about narcissism, psychopathy and um, uh, Machiavellianism. Um, and I'm not the only one who thinks so. So there are a couple of um, um, uh, um, uh, professors and, and, and psychologists who also use him regularly as an example, as a prime example of, uh, uh, of somebody who has a narcissistic personality disorder. Um, um, so, but he's not the only one. So tr Trump is of course a very visible example and very well-known example, but we see a lot more of um, yeah, these darker, uh, 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 politicians or politicians with um, uh, uh, dark personality traits, of course, Putin, but um, uh, but also uh, Orban or uh, Bolsonaro or Erdogan, um, uh, you name it. So we um, 
we think eh, the, 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 the dark personality leaders are on the rise, but actually we know quite little um, uh, about the influence of um, um, uh, these dark personalities on voters. And so to what extent is this dark personality of politicians um, uh, an asset or a hindrance for uh, these politicians? That's the main question that we're actually um, um, discussing in this, in this paper. And it relates very much to the main leader effects literature. And this main leader effects literature um, um, mainly focuses on yeah, the more regular leadership traits. So for instance, the kinder traits, competence, um, empathy, integrity, and um, uh, leadership, strong leadership, um, um, and, 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 and test to what extent performance on these traits um, influence candidate evaluations and, and, and vote choice. And um, the, the, the results are, uh, this is studied quite a lot, and the results show that uh, positive evaluations of voters on these leadership traits lead to uh, an in, uh, a more positive candidate evaluation and an increase in likability to vote for these candidates or the parties of these candidates, while negative leadership evaluations um, have the opposite effect. But these leadership traits are all desired traits, uh, things that we want to see in our leaders. We want our leaders to be competent and have integrity and so on. Um, um, so that's the main body of the leader effects literature, and the and this literature largely overlooks the um, uh, uh, the personality of leaders. Eh? It mainly focuses on the, uh, the, the the leader traits, which 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 is mainly based on um, uh, uh, on behaviors of leaders and not so much on personality. Um, even though you could you could assume it's very likely to assume that the personality of these leaders also affects voters. And when the personality is studied, um, then it's mainly uh, uh, focused on the big five personality traits. And in this paper, we take uh, we take a different route, we take a different approach, and we and we focus not on the big five, but on the dark triad personality traits: so narcissism, psychopathy, and Machiavellianism. And these are all undesirable traits. And so, in 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 contrast to the leadership traits. We don't ideally want our leaders to be narcissistic, psychopath, psychopaths, and Machiavellianistic, um, if that's even a word. So, um, uh, so that's 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 the uh, uh, the main idea of the paper to test to what extent um, evaluations of voters on these undesirable um, uh, dark personality traits affect them in their candidate evaluation and in their um, um, vote choice. And, and we formulate two basic uh, or baseline hypotheses um, that if you score high on these dark personality traits, so if you have uh, are, you are experienced as, as a strong narcissist or uh, 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 any of the other traits, um, that it is um, um, uh, has a negative effect on your candidate evaluation and vote choice. Well, if you score low on these dark personality traits, it has a positive effect. Um, uh, so that's the that's the that's the that's the baseline thing here. And um, um, then, what we want to study is the the um, uh, relationship between this positive and negative effect. And we know we know from a lot of a lot of other research that there is a negativity bias. Uh, people tend to react react stronger to negative information than to positive information. And we see this also in the political context. It is shown that negative uh, uh, political cues huh, affect voters more strongly than the positive ones. Um, uh, but in, in, in this leader effects literature, this is, this is only tested 
for the desirable traits. Well, we here think that, uh, and, and there the, the empirical evidence is, is rather mixed, even though you would expect theoretically that the negative uh, trait evaluations have a stronger effect, some find, uh, some find this negativity bias and some don't. But here, when we focus on the undesirable dark traits, we think that this negativity bias is, should be even more pronounced, right? So because these dark traits are inherently negative charged, these asymmetric effects should be, should be stronger. So that's what we test in the uh, uh, third hypothesis, that the high scores on dark personality traits um, have a stronger effect on candidate evaluations than the low scores on the same traits, but then in opposite directions. So that is the main, main idea of the paper. And we test this um, um, uh, combining two um, uh, data sets. So the first is a, a representative survey of US citizens uh, just after the 2020 elections. And um, the second is a, is a survey experiment. And let me start with the, um, um, the survey. So what we, what we measure here, the dependent variable is candidate evaluations of Trump and Biden. Um, 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 also yeah, with the feeling thermometer and also uh, uh, as a robustness check, the vote choice for Trump and Biden. And the main independent variable is the perceived personality of Trump and Biden and then the perceived dark personalities. So to what extent do voters think that Trump um, and Biden are narcissistic uh, psychopaths and uh, um, uh, have Machiavellianistic characteristics? And we measure this with the dirty dozen um, um, dark personality traits measure. And of course, this is quite strongly affected by partisanship. Here you see the, the evaluations of Trump and Biden um, by party identification. And, and, and for Biden, you see a clear uh, a partisan effect, right? So strong Democrats think he has uh, quite low, he scores quite low on um, uh, dark personality, while strong Republicans evaluate Biden as much more of a darker candidate. Interestingly, for Trump, the scores uh, across the board are quite high. So even um, um, uh, partisans, Republicans, um, evaluate Trump as scoring relatively high on traits like uh, uh, um, narcissis uh, narcissism, psychopathy, and Machiavellianism. But still, this partisanship, of course, uh, plays, a, plays a huge role in the way that both um, the candidates are perceived, but also how that affects their candidate evaluation and vote choice. So this is included as a um, um, control variable, in, as well as some economic variables, um, uh, demographic, political interest, and uh, uh, some personality characteristics of voters. And if we run the models, we see, uh, uh, I uh, lined it in red, the main effect uh, both with and without controls is just as we would expect. So the higher voters, the stronger voters perceive candidates to have um, a, a dark personality, the lower their um, uh, candidate evaluation. So the lower their thermometer score of the, um, uh, uh, of the candidates. And this is, this is uh, um, uh, we find the same effects for vote choice. So the more that you perceive a candidate to um, uh, have a dark personality, the less likely you are to vote for this candidate. Um, so this is support for the baseline hypothesis, um, um, but now we want to test uh, the differential effect of uh, positive and negative evaluations on these dark traits. And to do that, we um, um, divided the, uh, uh, we created two dummies, um, uh, one for the um, upper 
third percentile of the distribution of um, uh, uh, perceived dark core for Trump and, and for Biden separately, and one for the lower third percentile. So um, we take into account this, this, this skewed nature of the distribution, and then we compare uh, relatively to other uh, voters at the same moment, do you still think that Trump or Biden uh, scores high on these traits or low on these traits? And if we um, um, test this effect, we see indeed that, um, as we would expect, yeah, that, 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 that those voters who perceive Trump and Biden to have a, a, a strong dark core, so to say, strong dark personality, there's a negative effect and um, a weak dark personality or not so dark personality, we have a positive effect. However, um, to test the negativity bias, you have to, we have to compare these results, right? So for Trump, we see what we would expect. The negative effect is significantly stronger than the positive effect, even though it's in different directions. But for Biden, we see the opposite, actually. So for Biden, the scoring low on the dark uh, uh, traits has a much more has a much stronger positive effect um, uh, on candidate evaluations and vote choice than um, the um, uh, than the than the negative effect of uh, a high dark core. So there there is some evidence for this negativity bias, but it's it's not universal. We don't see uh, there there are individual candidate differences that might. Uh, uh, that might be might be very important to take into account here, um, and of course this is this is based on observational data. So the yeah, the strength of the causal causal argument here is uh, uh, um, um, is not uh, as strong as it could be, um, and therefore we developed study two, which is um, a survey experiment. Uh, in which we use uh, uh, fictitious, uh, 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 fictional uh, uh, politicians, and so to in, uh, from the indep independent uh, politicians in the U.S., so to uh, um, eliminate all pre-existing candidate impressions, but also to limit um, um, the effects or isolate it from partisan preferences. And um, what we do here in this experiment is that we manipulate the dark personality of the candidate and then test the effect on um, um, uh, candidate evaluations. And we, we also test whether this is indeed mediated through the perceived personality of the candidate. Um, and um, uh, so the independent variable here is um, uh, the manipulation of the dark, uh, dark triad personality traits in the, uh, in the um, let me move this to the other side. Um, in the um, um, in the newspaper article, we integrated uh, it's a it's a it's a fictional character um, uh, or a fictional candidate. We called him Paul Bauer, and um, um, uh, nobody knows him because he doesn't exist. And uh, we manipulate what information um, um, respondents get to see about the personality, and we we cue the personality in two ways. So first in uh, one line um, des describing the, uh, uh, the candidate um, uh, by the journalist. So here in this case, we have a positive manipulation, uh, a, a strong uh, a narcissistic candidate. And we describe him here as Bauer has the reputation for being vain, but self-assured, okay? So that cues um, uh, the personality as a narcissistic personality. But then we also, 
mimic a sort of um, a mini interview with the, um, uh, uh, with, the, with the candidate to get to know this candidate, in which the first question is a light one. So have before we, we, we dive into the political topics, we want to get to know you as a candidate. If you could choose um, uh, to be a fictional character for one day, who would that be? And the answer of the candidate also highlights this same personality trait. So in this case, high on person of uh, narcissism, we, we included uh, uh, that this candidate wants to be James Bond and, and, and explain why and how that affects um, um, what he likes about James Bond. So here you see how we manipulated the, 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 uh, yeah, the, the, the absence and the um, uh, presence of these dark personality traits. Um, um, both in the text by the journalist and in the um, fictional characters that we have um, uh, um, made up uh, 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 for the candidates. And um, um, we can talk about whether this, I mean, it was a lot of fun to de design this uh, stimulus material. Um, um, and we think it works, it works quite well to have these two cues. But maybe we can come back to this in the uh, Q&A. Um, and then um, um, the dependent variables, again, a, a feeling thermometer, candidate evaluation, also vote choice. Would you vote for this candidate if you were allowed to? And we control for the same things as in the, in, in, in the survey. And what we see here is, again, um, um, support for the baseline hypothesis. So candidates that we framed as uh, having uh, had a, the sort of presence of these dark traits. Um, they have a strong negative effect compared to the control group in which the personality of the candidate was not, um, uh, was not manipulated at all. So it was just described a little bit much more boring um, uh, than the manip stimulus man uh, uh, manipulations. Um, and, and, and when the candidate was uh, um, presented as having a low dark trait eh, or the absence of these, these dark personalities, uh, we see a positive effect. The positive effect is not quite robust to when we control for all these things, but yeah, because it's an experiment, you can question whether that is, that is even needed. And if we put them together in a model, you see um, uh, very clearly that the negative effect is stronger than the positive effect. So again, this is, this is quite uh, um, um, strong evidence, I would say, for the negativity bias. So uh, the presence of this dark personality is much more influential for eventual candidate evaluations than the absence of this dark personality. And lastly, we tested uh, uh, whether this was indeed mediated uh, through the perception of voters of a dark personality in these candidates. And um, that is the case, both for the, uh, the high dark traits and the low dark traits. Um, there's still somewhat of a direct effect left, um, um, but much of the, the, the effect is mediated through the perception of the personality of the candidate. So um, um, that are the main findings. Um, so what do, we, what do we think at least that we contribute? So we, we, we contribute to the leader effect literature by, by broadening the scope eh, to focus more on, uh, uh, on personality and, and especially on dark personality. And to, we, we, we test the negativity bias for undesirable traits. Um, um, and with the multi-method design, we, we try to uh, take into account the problematic 
um, endogeneity uh, uh, of partisanship in this leader effect literature to 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 um, um, let that uh, uh, to isolate the effect as much as possible from that. So how do we go um, uh, uh, from here? Uh, as I said, we're in a in a bigger project on negative politics, and it's uh, we have we have quite a lot of ideas. So I have to see <laughs> how much time and money we have to 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 work on all those. But the first one um, that we have collected data for already is a project on the Kinder leadership trait. The same uh, the idea is here to compare the U.S. and the Netherlands, um, uh, but also again combining survey and experimental data. For the experiment, we use the same idea as we did here, so queuing uh, in, 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 in two ways, by the journalist and in this answer. And here we, um, uh, so we find, we, we linked the uh, fictional characters all uh, to Game of Thrones characters, and it was even more fun to come up with this uh, stimulus material. So this is, this is a project that, that is coming hopefully, uh, um, and that we finish hopefully quite soon. And then, of course, this, this, this whole, these findings back the question, so for who does this negativity bias work specifically, both on the sides of the candidates or which candidates is it relevant for or more pronounced for, but also on the side of voters. So which, which voters are more or less strongly affected by these negative or positive framed candidates. And especially if you think of dark, dark trades, um, um, uh, we, we assume that, that, that populist candidates, but also populist attitudes in voters might be very relevant here um, um, to take that into account. So, so that's the next step to see to what extent populist attitudes um, um, play a role in how voters appreciate populist and non-populist candidates in terms of their candidate, uh, uh, personality and leader traits. And then there is a Brigitte project on, on negative, negative politics, which is a comparative study on uh, the, the more broad impact of negative political evaluations, also negative partisanship on vote choice. Um, 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 so that's all hopefully coming in the future. I have some um, um, self-promotion here because we're also working on a special issue on negative politics um, uh, in politics and governance. Uh, uh, here's a link. Um, uh, so if you are working on a project that can be linked to negative politics um, um, and you're interested in, in, in publishing this in the special issue, please uh, let us know. The, the, the abstract deadline is only in December, so there is still some time. Um, and um, yeah, we hope to, to collect a lot of studies on this interesting topic uh, um, um, to publish together. Okay, thank you very much. That was it for now. Thanks a lot, Luce. Uh, great presentation. Uh, I kept on hearing this uh, this tune, this this Star Wars tune in my uh, head during the presentation. <laughs> Was that sort of sent to me subliminally by the by the PowerPoint or <laughs> just me? Yeah, I was you. <laughs> okay, I wonder what that says about my personality. Um, okay, great. Um, let's open up for questions. And again, for those of you new here today, you can type your questions into the Q and A box. And and Luz, uh, uh, you can also see the questions in this this Q and A box, but uh, but I will also um, uh, read them out. And while we wait for the first question to appear, let me uh, fire a question immediately at you. I mean, I was very amused by your experimental material, and I, I absolutely think it is useful. 
I do wonder, uh, can you reflect a bit, a bit more on comparing these rather different fictional characters? I mean, you're literally comparing a robot to an autistic person to pretty cool characters from films and series. Yeah. Um, have you pre-tested that? Um, yeah, what are your re reflections on this? Yeah, no, so that's that's definitely problematic. Of course, we 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 tried to are problematic, it's a challenge, right? So we, we try to come up with um with fictional characters that first of all, as many people as we can reach know about. So it, they have to be quite famous um, um and um and really be um yeah. Uh, a very clear representation of the character of the personality trait that we wanna that we wanna manipulate there. So, um, um, but there are there are differences. So so the the first cue is the same for everyone. We use different terms, of course, but there's always a positive and a negative component there. Um, um, but the 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 characters are are yeah they are a bit more they are a bit more difficult. We didn't pretest them. Um, um, as I said, for the for the second experiment, the leadership experiment, we tried to. There we included two fictional characters, so one always from Game of Thrones. So that's 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 more that's already more comparable, right? And then if somebody doesn't know Game of Thrones, because that's also a risk that somebody doesn't know, we 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 control for that. But um, um, uh, we also included. Um, a second one that's also famous with, with the hope that at least one of the, these is known. But we didn't pretest that. We, we included a sort of a um, manipulation check to see um, um, to whether um, the manipulation for the positive and the negative is comparable. But um, th that, was, that was also not, <laughs> not, not very very um, uh, well thought of because when we when we looked at the results the negative ones are were stronger but that's also part of the negativity bias so it's very difficult to come up with a sort of a test whether the negative and the positive manipulations are of equal size uh, to test that that is not also affected by this negativity bias so if you have any ideas for that we are very happy to hear that um, but but for now we um, so what we do in the analysis in the appendix of the paper we also test for the specific trait dimensions. But in the main in the main paper the main analysis we combine them. So we hope that in combining the positive and the negative ones um, um, that that at least e equals out a little bit. Okay, Bert, you wanted to add on to this. Or? Uh, it's just just about these these film characters because uh, maybe it's because I don't watch enough movies, but to me they don't always intuitively made sense. And I wonder what the rationale was to include this second moving part in your experiment, which well the first part like the the descriptions were very clean. Mm -hmm. The characters to me are creating a lot of noise because. I, I, you know, the, the low Machiavellianism, I had no clue from which movie or who that was, like, maybe it's me, right? Like, you know, uh, but, but I think it's, as long as you cannot prove they're equivalent and seen perceived by everybody, it's, it's mm -hmm. creating unknown confounders in experimental design. And I, I, I would be careful moving forward with that design feature, um, because I think you're going to run into uh, critical reviewers that are going to ask you, like, well, 
yeah, the first part is equivalent, but now you have this weaker effect. Is that because of the robot or is that because of this other part? Yeah. And, and I think a post-treatment post manipulation check is not going to solve that for you. No. So I, I would actually be also because Game of Thrones, right? I would pilot test it and only do this among Game of Thrones watchers because you can fire anything on Game of Thrones on me and I have no clue what you'll be talking about. Literally nothing. And, and so maybe I'm a weird subset of the population, but there's a fundamental issue of, of, of equivalence here. And, and that, that I think is the tricky part. You could probably get by in the first experiment by saying that it's a weaker treatment. But I also wonder if you would, like one way to, to pilot test is to say, would, how would you describe this personality? But I wonder if people automatically would come up with dark triad descriptions. I, I think it's because you label it that people say, oh, yeah, maybe Francis of Underwood, obviously, that you would say, but would you say that he's also not a psychopath? You, you call them, is it just Machiavellianism? Is it also not narcissism? I, I think it's all free, right? So there's, there's already the first part of the issue. It was not yeah. a question, but it was more a, a some feedback. <laughs> there yeah, is a no, question. That, that's super. That's super useful. And yeah. So we decided for the double cues because because we thought that one cue only by by so the, the first cue uh, only by the by the by the journalist is quite weak and is not. I mean, and apparently not right. If you look at your treatment effects. Yeah, but but now we think that it is because the double treatment that people really sort of have a have a much stronger idea of the personality because it matches with the first cue. But I mean, there there it is definitely a risk of being less. Um, it's it's much less clean, right? So and we we doubted a lot about, and some some of them are 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 easier than than others. And we 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 were doubting a lot about whether to include the robot. I didn't know this whole robot, <laughs> but we couldn't find we couldn't find fictional characters that all five of us knew and that really that that are that are well known enough and 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 that really are clear. But for for this specific character trait, but we hope that we even people who don't know, for instance, who Frank Underwood is, with the text accompanying why this this politician explains um, that he wants to be Frank Underwood for a day, that still that personality cue is in there, um, um, and that one is made as comparable as possible. But there is, I mean, it does create some. It does create some more noise than only the the the, the first few. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna think about that more. More and and but and also I mean, you how how would you pre whether this is whether this is equal over different fictional characters? We couldn't. We couldn't really come up with a solution for that uh, uh, for that problem. Well, at a minimum, I think you should demonstrate that um, that if people think of these characters, they're also thinking about these personality traits, and uh, and I, I think that would be the minimal thing you need to show. I mean, they don't need to be exactly as strong, maybe. And also, not about the other tra personality traits, right? Yes. Uh, so you could think about actually using character descriptions online 
uh, and and uh, um, gather these and analyze them, or you could ask people to uh, to uh, 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 to identify uh, uh, yeah to to describe these characters themselves what they think of them. Uh, mm -hmm. Okay, hey, there uh, there 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 are questions uh also from people who probably are more familiar with films and series than bert <laughs> you only read siscus and viscus right <laughs> look at my bookshelf <laughs> gonna make sure that there's some good yeah books there. <laughs> okay. uh, question from uh, tobias rohrbach uh hi loose super interesting project what if any gender dynamics do you expect in how voters react to Dark woman, I mean, he means dark trade women versus men politicians. Yeah. Yes. Hi, Tobias. Thanks. Yeah. Of course, this is uh, this is this is if we if we talk about for who does this work, huh, both on the candidate and on the voter level, gender is a is a is a is a super interesting is an interesting factor. I mean, I I I am not I'm not. I'm not sure yet who this, who did, how how this would play out. I have to read more about that. But you could, I mean, because you also you could argue maybe in two ways, right? That we would expect maybe a dark personality less with women, and, and therefore it affects us stronger. Uh, uh, but in but in which direction? That is a bit of the question. If you, if I mean, yeah. But for now, we, we, we only focus on men because uh, it's already quite um, um, quite a lot. So here for this experiment, we had seven groups. Um, uh, uh, for the leadership experiment, we had nine. So it's already quite big. If we have to repeat that for both men and women, we couldn't afford that <laughs> right now. But it's definitely, um, it's definitely one of the ideas that we in the future want to test but to what extent gender dynamics um, are at play here. So then you need to look for uh, the female Frances Underwood. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, for fiction. Well, that's Claire Underwood, so that's easy. <laughs> <laughs> but for the rest, it's going to be more difficult to come up with yeah, these. Yeah. yeah. All right. Um, let me say uh, there's plenty of uh, space for questions today. So please, um, you know, type in your questions. There's a. Uh, um, well, there's not a question, but really, uh, uh, Katjana Gutterman writes that uh, she's, of course, one of the co-authors. Uh, we control for the circumstance that they know the fictional character, but maybe you could say a bit more about that. Uh, yeah, so, uh, um, so we definitely asked whether they know the character in the in the in the manipulation check that they saw, and we take that in 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 the in the regression analysis in the, uh, as one of the controls, but only in a model that, ha that has these controls, not in a model, uh, the, the first model where we only test the, uh, um, the manipulation. And um, from the top of my head, I don't know whether, whether that's a fact, but, but, but that is at least taken into account. But that, I mean, that doesn't take into account the associations that people have with this, with this uh, 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 fictional character, but only if they know, if they know them or not. Bert, you want to say, you want to say something? Yeah, um, there's increasing concerns that controlling for things post-treatment is biasing your experimental uh, results. So there's the Nyan Montgomery paper uh, in AJPS from a couple of years ago that, that I see a lot that jabs when post-treatment controls are included. 
So you you because it's it's not randomized, right? So there might be actually also uh, parts of the experiment that cause why people know the character or not, and then controlling for that is 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 creating a post-treatment bias uh, in in the estimates. So I, I would personally be a bit careful of, of doing that. Um, I have another I have a question for you, Luz, because I really like this project. Um, I think I'm writing a handbook chapter on personality and politics and reading up on the dark triad and it's it's clear that it's that it's a relevant set of traits to understand politics um yet i have a, oh sorry my uh <laughs> disconnect myself uh now i have a question about the extent to which we can treat them as a dark core like mm -hmm. a set of summated I, I'm not sure how I understood the modeling strategy actually here because you, you say it's the dark, but like they correlate positively with each other. But it, it's how I understand the dark right is not as if you're high on narcissism that you're automatically high on Machiavellianism. So the question is how much heterogeneity is there within these traits, especially in the experiment when you start actually have free manipulations tailored to the different traits. So should we not? analyze that separately or would you would the, an alternative specification not be to treat it as some sort of multi-level model where you have free free observations of dark triads and control at least for if it's narcissism machiavellianism or uh, uh, psychopathy so it, it, the question can you justify a little bit for focusing on the dark core as one trait versus that they are methodologically introduced as three separate traits that are positively correlated with each other. Yes, so um, the, I mean, the honest answer there is that it also saves a lot of space in the paper, right? Uh, so uh, uh, it reduces or uh, uh, models uh, uh, by three. So, I mean, of course, substantially they, are three different indicators, I would say, of the same concept, overarching concept. Um, they, they are directed and they're, they're equally in the same direction. And um, um, so we, and I think in, uh, as you say, in real life, they are positively correlated, right? So usually what you, what you also just said about Frank, Frank Underwood, he is Machiavellianism, but isn't he also a narcissist and also uh, um, uh, uh, a little bit of a psychopath? And so I think even though they are, me they are measured differently in the survey yeah, and, 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 and also in the, the, the perceptions people have of this politician on these three traits are measured separately. Um, um, I still think that we we can analyze them together because they 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 I mean they scale very well and they measure one overarching concept. But you have you have you have doubts about that or or I mean we we put in the appendix we put all the separate the separate uh, uh, analysis there for both in the survey and in the in the experiment. I personally think that a multi-level model would. Do more justice to the fact that they're positively correlated, but not one and one the same. Okay. And that would still be one model. Mm -hmm. 
Okay. Um, let's go to a uh, question from uh, Matthijs Rodijn. Um, there are two questions. Uh, and, and I must say the first question, I, 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 uh, I agree with the first part, but I had a slightly different uh, <laughs> reading of the second part, but so I'll ask them both and let's figure out, uh, who you want to ask. So uh, Matthijs' question, could it be the case that supporters of Trump and Orban, etc., actually like a little darkness? Uh, they probably don't want their leader to be a complete psychopath, but a relatively high score on, on, on these traits might appeal to them. In particular, because it contrasts with the opposite, a very friendly politician, for for instance, probably seen by many of the Trump Orban supporters as weak. Uh, and so here comes the distinction. So I was thinking along the lines of the concurrency model, which is used to explain why people of the same people like uh, mm -hmm. uh, leaders with whom they share a personality. But that's clear that, that that's apparently not the argument you're making here. Um, I'm not. Sure, I'm actually not sure why, uh, but Matthias also writes here uh, in the second part of the study. You take into account the nonlinearity of the effect by distinguishing three categories, but just three might not pick up this possible preference for a little darkness. Uh, oh yeah. So okay. So his point is more people wouldn't prefer absolute darkness, but uh, but just uh, around the mean darkness, and uh, and 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 so would it be an idea to distinguish more categories to pick this up? That's the question. Okay, so hi, Matthijs. Thanks. Um, um, about the, the, the Trump and Orban supporters, yeah, definitely. We, uh, I mean, that's, the, that's definitely the next step to see what kind of voters uh, respond differently to that, right? And, 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 and we think that populist attitudes or, or right-wing populist attitudes um, are, are quite important in whether they like or do not like these dark personalities. And, um, I mean, probably there will still be um, um, an, a negative effect of very strong dark personalities, right? As you say, guys, they don't want a complete psychopath, but um, 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 it's likely to be less negative than, than non-right-wing populist voters. So, so that's, that's, um, um, uh, that's definitely the next step. And, and I mean, this congruency argument, I think Alessandro wrote another paper about this, also based on the dark um, uh, uh, traits, uh, in which he showed, if I'm not mistaken, that, um, uh, that indeed uh, um, voters who have, who score themselves quite strongly on these dark traits, also have more tendency to like candidates that score high on these dark traits. So, I mean that the and and might go hand in hand, but that's that's an empirical question, right? Uh, with uh, right-wing populist attitudes. So whether voters who uh, support these 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 parties also have a stronger dark core, so to say, themselves. So that's definitely um, next up on the uh, 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 on the research agenda. And the so the second point, I'm very sorry, but I didn't completely get. So I didn't read out the second part, but you were actually already engaging with it. Oh. <laughs> so because that's the that's the argument about the populism. Okay. So uh, um, oh, sorry. May, maybe the thing uh, about having more categories. Is so for so for the for the um, do you mean so not for the experiment? Of course, we cannot change it anymore. But but for the survey experiment to have more uh, 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 variation in how you've got the dark yeah, yeah, yeah. and yeah. yeah 
Yeah, I mean, um, um, yeah, we can, I mean, we, we, we now use this to have like a clear negative and positive side, so to say, from, from, the, from the main point. Yeah, to to make this comparison, but we 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 could definitely test that. So that might be that might be a good um, um, addition. I'm gonna write that down. Okay. Uh, then let's move to Patrick Stewart's. Uh, this is fascinating research, and I do agree with the difficulty of overlapping dimensions of the dark triad. But I really love the self-diagnosing approach. Have you thought of other ways that politicians might likely inadvertently reveal these traits? To journalists or to voters watching them from a distance. Um, I don't. Uh, that's a, uh, thanks. That's a that's a. It's an interesting question. I mean, I don't know. We have to maybe <laughs> think back of Trump. He was very in our face with his with his dark personality traits. So he showed it a lot. So we maybe should go back and see what ways he did it. It's. It's. I think. I mean, not only with a fictional character, but also with other types of response to questions, we could we could manipulate these traits, and um, um, and maybe even in a more um, comparable way uh, relating to the problem that 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 Bert just highlighted, right? So, but it's 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 difficult because, of course nobody is gonna we found it already quite daring to say to let a politician say that he wants to be Hannibal Lecter for a day right and of, it, it still needs to be uh, um, um, somewhat convincing and, and, and we, we try to make that but if so if 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 you ask a politician a question and he or she responds in a way that is that 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 cues normally um, a lot of negativity that's not usually what they do that that's why trump was such an exceptional case because he was not he was not hindered by that <laughs> but you usually i think so we tried it first i think in 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 answers to more uh, to other um uh, interview questions and there we run into the problem that it that it felt very unrealistic for politicians to present themselves in a very negative way and that this fictional character goes around that a little bit. Um, um, yeah, so that's, that's why we chose for this. But I mean, it, it, it's, an, it's an interesting way uh, uh, combining uh, uh, how, 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 how politicians show themselves to be and revealing their personality. And I mean, probably there are other ways to do it. But um, um, yeah, this is where we, where we, where we, uh, what we chose. Uh, thanks, Luz. And uh, Patrick suggests maybe to look at humor, self-deprecating versus different types of ridicule. So I don't think he's talking about that that these people are talking about themselves in a negative way, but rather uh, uh, they're bragging about some of their you know personality traits. And Donald Trump there is also a clear example. But while giving the answer, I was also getting more convinced actually about the, 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 the stark difference between uh, a psychopathic leader and a Machiavell Machiavellian leader, right? I mean, they would, they would in many ways be actually exact opposites uh, in the sense that the 